0: Sports
1: on the Jim Davis Show. With us right now, the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line. He is the TV voice of the, Colorado, or the Denver Nuggets. Joining us right now, Chris Marlowe. I almost said the avalanche, Chris, because we have Connor McGahey on so often. I almost slipped and said avalanche. I'm so sorry, Chris.
0: That's quite all right. Uh, always good to be on after a big win.
1: Last night, Nuggets taking down Brooklyn. Nikola Jokic continues to do incredible, incredible things. Another triple double is tenth of the season. He now has uh, you know the, the the seven consecutive years of uh, of ten triple doubles or more uh, sets uh, an NBA record, uh, surpasses what uh, Oscar Robertson uh, did in, in terms of triple doubles. you were there for some history last night. Kind of take us through it because for Nikola Jokic, it just it's business as usual for the Joker when he goes out and puts up those kind of numbers.
0: Well, as long as he doesn't get thrown out of the game, I, I think he's going to almost <laughs> mark in the triple double. Uh, he's been remarkably consistent. Uh, the one game he didn't play the two, he got thrown out. The Nuggets won those anyway, but he has just been, uh, very, very impressive last night. It was just so easy for him. Uh, it seemed like, I mean, 26, 15 and 10, uh, and he only played what he only played like 30 minutes. So, uh, you know, he is the bell cow. He's one of the greats of all time. I think now, and, um, and he is definitely in the running for this year's MVP. Should have got it last year. Uh, now Joel Embiid is playing pretty well, so it's going to be a race this time around. But uh, I like what the Nuggets are doing. They're on a three-game win streak and uh, and feeling pretty good about everything now.
1: Chris Marlowe covers the uh, Nuggets, uh, their play-by-play broadcaster, the TV uh, um, broadcast on Altitude in his 17th season as The Voice. Do you remember the first game you called for the Nuggets, what the matchup was?
0: You know, I... I really don't. I do remember the first game that I did when I, I actually came from uh, San Diego in 2004, and I remember the first preseason game I did. Uh, we did a Nuggets preseason game at the Air Force Academy, and it was myself, Bill Hanslick, and Scott Hastings on the call. And I remember doing it on camera, and I I, I, I looked at Hastings, and I looked at Hanslick, and I felt like a midget. Now, I'm 6'3", I'm not short. <laughs> Uh, but I was kind of like uh, you know the cream filling in in between the cookie, uh, and I remember that uh, as uh, pretty vividly. But I do not remember the first game that I called. Do you?
1: I do not. I wish I you know. If I'll have my my colleague here, you want to look up Chris's first game that he called? I will see 90s? what I can do because now inquiring minds want to know about this, and and Chris. Yeah, is, it know, Chris would be the two thousand four two
0: thousand five uh, uh, season, I believe would be the first
1: one Chris Marlowe Nuggets TV broadcaster with us today on the team sports network before we talk more about the, where the Nuggets are right now Chris uh, just got to go back uh, to last year since our first chance to talk with you since they won uh, the NBA championship just you know the through the, the all these seasons covering the Nuggets good bad obviously some really good the last few years just a, a highlight moment for you last year getting a chance to call the Nuggets winning an, an NBA championship
0: you know, the, uh, the great thing about my job is that I come to work every night knowing that if the Nuggets play their A game, uh, they are going to win. If they play their B game, they're usually going to win. And even if they play their C game, there's a chance that they're going to win. I think uh, Michael Malone has done a, a fabulous job of kind of putting the team together uh, in, in terms of who to play and who comes off the bench. I think Calvin Booth has done a great job drafting. These young players are really good. Peyton Watson is going to be outstanding. Christian Brown is going to be sensational. Uh, Justin Strother looks like he's a hit. Uh, it, it's just uh, a lot of fun to, to call the Nuggets. Uh, last year, getting to the championship and then uh, achieving the championship, I think when it really hit me, believe it or not, it was pretty late, uh, You know, when I sat down to do the victory parade, that was, uh, that was really special. And I think there was a, there was a game along the way, uh, when the Nuggets won at Phoenix to close the Suns out. And I thought to myself, this team's going to go all the way. They got the Lakers next. I think they can handle them. And then whoever they get in the final, uh, you know, it should be an automatic.
1: Chris Marlowe calls the Nuggets for Altitude TV uh, with us today on the Team Sports Network. You referenced uh, the bench because uh, it's it's a group of young guys with Bruce uh, Brown, of course, moving on to, to Indiana that uh, he was such an indes- indispensable piece last year, really a Swiss Army knife for Michael Malone, that they're now really relying on, on what that bench can do. And uh, you mentioned uh, Christian Brown, the way the, in his second year he has really continues to develop uh, Jordan Strother as well, um, and just you know that in the way Peyton Watson. You know, I think I read the comment that he's starting to feel more and more comfortable. Uh, you know, playing um, you know his role coming off the bench and and being an NBA player is just feeling more comfortable. It's a young group that I know they spend some time together. They all uh, some of those guys live close to each other, but it's a young group that's really come together and it's going to be key for the Nuggets making another championship run.
0: Yeah, I think that has been. Uh... One of the major storylines this year is how do the Nuggets rebuild the bench? And I think they've gone about it in the right way. They've allowed the young guys to play through their mistakes, and now they seem to be maturing at the same time. Uh, they brought back Reggie Jackson. A lot of people uh, uh, thought that was a bad idea. Uh, Reggie came back on a two-year, $10 million contract. Everybody said, what are you doing? He has been fantastic. Reggie Jackson leading uh, the second team, he's filled in for Jamal Murray uh, uh, when Murray's been out. Uh, you add in a little DeAndre Jordan, the, the veteran big, and then you sprinkle in the young guys, and uh, it really looks like uh, they have the bench going in the right direction. It's not finished yet, but in the last three games, they've scored 149 points, 46, 50, and 53. And if they can get that kind of production off the bench, uh and the Nuggets starters remain healthy and they do what they do, uh, they might not win, They don't, might not lose another game the entire season. <laughs> I'm serious. It's a fantastic proportion. I don't think the bench can continue to do that, but they're headed in that direction.
1: Chris Marlow with us today on the Team Sports Network uh- Reggie Jackson—he's had to become Mister November and occasionally Mister December uh, with the, the way he's been playing, filling in for Jamal Murray. Of course, a former prep standout here from Colorado, and and uh, for, for Reggie, like I said, you know, thrust into the, that uh, starting role because of Jamal Murray's injury. Uh, what's been the has it just been playing time, Chris? Or what's been the biggest difference for Reggie Jackson this year as opposed to last year?
0: You know, I think last year when he he got here late, uh, the lineup was. Fairly set. He got a little bit of playing time, but he really didn't know the offense and the other players. And uh, the Nuggets decided to go with an eight-man rotation late. And he just really didn't have uh, – there's a Nuggets way of doing things, and he had not figured it out yet. He had told me one time that that in one of those late games, uh, he, he was playing badly. He had missed like five threes in a row. And on the next play, Jamal Murray threw it to him when he was open and, and said, shoot it. And, <laughs> and Reggie, Reggie said to me, he goes, I just wasn't used to that. Usually when I'm not playing well, nobody throws me the ball. And uh, it, it just turns out that the Denver Nuggets are kind of equal opportunity guys. Whoever's open gets the ball, and, and they're allowed to shoot it. So uh, according to reports, he was here the entire summer learning the offense, helping out the young guys, working on his game. He's been so much better than I anticipated. His outside shot has been a revelation. Now, he's shot over 40% from three a couple years in his career, a couple years back, but he has proven to be a dead-eye three-point shooter. He's over 42%, and he's a very good finisher in the lane, and a pretty good passer also, although he doesn't like to do that that much. He's more of a scoring point guard. But I think he has just figured out a way to fit in. He knows his role. He doesn't have to start, but when he's called upon, he does a great job. And uh, he, he's certainly one of the nicest guys. i told this story. I'm not sure I've told it on your show because we haven't talked in quite some time. But every time we go on a trip, Reggie Jackson he, he's in the front in the first class section of the of the big plane. He comes back and he daps up everybody on the plane. He walks back individually, uh, other players, media, coaches, just with a big smile on his face, how you doing? Every single game, before and after, that's, that's kind of how Mr. October works for the Denver Nuggets.
2: We're talking with Chris Marlowe, the TV voice of the altitude, Denver Nuggets coverage, and Chris, looking up, uh, on the internet archives, you said 2004 season would have been your first. That first game of the year would have been the San Antonio Spurs and Denver Nuggets in what was a low scoring affair 80 to 72 Nuggets win. Today also is uh, the anniversary, the seven year anniversary of D- Nicole Jokic's debut, or as it's known, Joke Miss. So just getting back to him, <laughs> getting back to him for just a second. You know, In the games, like you mentioned, when he's been ejected or when he hasn't played, Denver still found a way to win. And then obviously when he's on the floor, he's a huge difference maker. When it comes to other ways in which he dominates the game in terms of scoring and assists and rebounds, where do you feel like his leadership has improved from when he started his career seven years ago to where it's at now?
0: I'm going to get to him in one second, but I want to go back to that 2004 game. I have a funny little story to tell. So uh, we're on the road, I believe, in San Antonio. uh, George Carl and Doug Moe are the coaches. And it's 80-72, and it's one of those games where you're just going, well, what's going on? Nobody seems to be able to score. seems like the Nuggets are playing pretty good defense. And so when the Spurs end up with, with 72 points, I look it up in the media guide, and that's the lowest number of points that the Nuggets have ever allowed in a game. So after the game, I see assistant coach Doug Moe, who I don't know very well at that time, and I say, uh, Coach, uh, congratulations. That That's probably the greatest defensive performance in Nuggets history. And he goes, What are you, an idiot? That was this <laughs> terrible offense. You must be the dumbest announcer, and you're new. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that he just ripped into me, and I go, "Okay, well, I'm not going to do that ever again."
1: Uh, w- welcome, uh, welcome to covering the Nuggets, courtesy of Doug Lowe. Yeah, welcome Mo. to the yeah. Nuggets.
0: So, uh, Nikola Jokic, you know, he's like he, he's like having the coach on the floor. Not, not only is he I- I- incredibly gifted in what he gives you, so he gives you the points, the rebounds, and, and the assists, but uh, he, he gives you game planning now, uh, the leadership role. He grows into, I remember when we first started out, Scott Hastings and I discussing, well, who's going to be the leader on this team? Jokic really isn't a leader. He's quiet. Uh, you know, Murray's got a ways to go. Uh, you know, how, how are the Nuggets going to get leadership? And it turns out that those two guys have turned into two uh, fantastic leaders. Uh, I always I always say, and the Nuggets haven't done this, but I wish they'd make those those two guys, the uh, co-captains of the team officially make them the co-captains and have them go out uh before the game you've seen it where they ask for representatives of the team to talk to the referees and to uh you know to check out the ball and introduce everybody and uh i think the nuggets would be well served to do that with jokic and murray every night because the the games are so strident all the time it's always you you can call the foul or some kind of an argument and i think the Nuggets. Can can get by this this issue with Jokic being ejected uh, if, if he got a little bit uh, got better uh, with the officials, extending all the branch to the officials. Say, look, I know we've had some issues in the past, but let's get past it. I'm willing to uh, stick out your hand and and say uh, let's go forward from here because I think that's the only thing that stops the Denver Nuggets is if Jokic or Murray. Uh, they get they get penalties, they get kicked out of the game, they get technicals. And I just think, you know, Jokic's probably got a good, good number, eight years left, so does Murray. And I think going forward, uh, they would be well served uh, to try to mend the fences with the officials. Officials are going to be the officials for the rest of their careers, and I think this would be a good way to do it.
1: Chris Marlowe with us today on the team sports network. What are you hearing about uh, Jamal and his, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully impending return here in the near future for the nuggets.
0: Well, he, he's back. He, he's back. He's got sore ankles. Uh, the hamstring looks like he, uh, uh, is, is healed up from that. Uh, it might be just one of those things where he's got to play through a little bit of pain throughout the season. uh, he is, is on a minute's restriction, I'm not sure what it is because Malone, every time you ask him about it, it's you know, it's 25 or 29 or as many as I have to. Uh, but I think Jamal's going to be fine. He just needs to stay healthy. It's been some unfortunate little incidents with him, through, you know, three times this year. He, he, he tweaked a the hamstring, then he sat out for 11, and then he tweaked the ankle. He sat out for two or three, and then he, he, he got the he rolled the other ankle. He sat out for a game or two. So, if Jamal Murray, if that starting five can stay, can stay healthy, and if the bench continues to progress, I think the Nuggets are going to be right there, not only challenging for the Western Conference, uh, but certainly challenging for the NBA title again. And uh, it would be nice to see them repeat.
1: My apologies on that. I forgot that he came back a few days ago, up 16 points last night on that win over the Brooklyn Nets for Jamal Murray. Chris Marlowe, TV voice of the Nuggets, with us today on the Team Sports Network. And uh, Chris, I have to ask you about this, because it has on your bio that your favorite band is the Rolling Stones. So a couple things. First off, favorite Stones song, and will you see them the next time they come to... To, uh, Denver, which I believe is their, what, 2024. They're on uh, Denver's on the, I believe on the the schedule for the the tour stop for uh, for the Rolling Stones.
0: Yeah, there you go. I've seen the Stones in concert. I, I, I saw them when they came to the Pepsi Center. I, I don't have plans right now to see them when they come. Uh, my favorite Stone song, of course, is Satisfaction. That goes way, way back. Uh, uh, I just I just love them. When we went to see them in person, we, we got like VIP tickets Uh, we had to pay for them. They were, they were expensive, but we were right on the side, Uh, just a great seat. And uh, to see the energy uh, that, that Mick still has and the band still has and the enjoyment they get out of playing. It's just fantastic. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm a veteran play by play announcer and it's good to see energy like that makes you feel young. Uh, And I just think they've been a fantastic band uh on and on and uh i, I love them
1: yeah and, and the new album's really good too i really like uh the hackney diamonds album it's really good hey chris i appreciate you uh making some time for us today I think you're the only gold medal winner we've ever talked to in the program so i always appreciate uh, uh having you come on and hopefully have you back on real soon and uh merry christmas and happy holidays to you and the altitude family
0: hey thanks thanks i really appreciate you having me on and, and uh, let's get in touch and uh, stay in touch
1: sounds good i appreciate it thank you chris chris marlowe with us today from altitude tv all right that's our show i'll be back on tuesday uh buckeye and cake will have uh, have your show on monday jim Rome's next
2: Trust service no need to lie hop online our reviews are high at big o at big o tires Tis the season of savings from Big O Tires. From now until December 31st, buy three get one free on four select
0: in-stock Nexen tires. Plus, receive free installation. Big O Tires. The